0: podcast is not an offer solicitation or recommendation of any services or products and any listener should seek independent advice before making any investment decision the value of investments and the income from them may go down as well as up and investors may not get back the amounts originally invested past performance is not a guide to future performance hello rory how are you doing
1: there i'm very good thank you fred very good how's it all going
0: it looks like it's in the middle of the night where you are. You've you obviously got all the curtains closed for um for a bit of sound absorption.
1: Yeah, I haven't quite got a podcast studio yet at, at the home office, but um that's the um that's kinda of next on the agenda in in, <laughs> in the refurb. Um yeah, get a
0: bike foot hanging from the roof.
1: Well, exactly. How's it how's it all going? Um you it's been, it's been a, a pretty a pretty a pretty tough opening uh, month of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been an ugly uh, January for 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 markets. I don't have the stats off the top of my head, but it's definitely the worst probably for a decade. I would say probably probably more than that. And and particularly hard hit uh, have been U.S. tech stocks and and growth in general. It's uh, it, I, I was having a bit of a, a flip through. Do you, do you remember our original uh, probably one of our first podcasts when, when we looked at all the meme stocks? yes Yes, remember that yeah and um it's fair to say that 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 the reddit warriors um have been hit pretty hard this year
1: and vm and the bitcoin traders as well fred
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's uh yeah tough 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 times for, for for the retail um punter i i would say um well not just retail punters all all investors i would say but but it's it's been it's been those Faster growing, maybe more speculative end end of the market that's that's really uh, ha- had a shakeout by uh, by higher inflation and talk of higher interest rates. Uh, but but let's not get into uh, interest rates. We're talking about something much more interesting, Rory. Uh, we're talking about a subject very close to your heart. Would you like to introduce it?
1: We're talking about beer, Fred. We're doing a podcast on beer, on Absolutely. brewing. Absolutely. Why uh, why did we pick beer?
0: Well, well, the original idea was that that we'd we'd both have a beer beer at hand, but given that it's nine thirty in the morning, uh, let maybe we <laughs> maybe we're not going to do that. Uh, but yeah, we we pick beer because uh, uh, it's it's an industry, it's it's a massive global industry, and it's one that has been kicked around so much, uh, not just by COVID but by uh, geopolitics by generational change by by all sorts of factors and and for for something for for, for such an ancient industry uh, it now looks like an, an industry that's that, that's never going to be the same again
1: no well it's 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 been very interesting especially in our careers um you know in our short careers you know we've seen massive consolidation we've seen breweries be bought up and and the bigger fish get even bigger um, um, and what's great about beer, especially, you know, from, from my point of view is it's also, it's a great way for us as as UK managers, uh, you know, UK based managers to, to um, gain exposure to emerging markets because, um, you know, almost every single country in the world has, has a brewery. I think, um, having done some research, I think there are about 15 countries in the world which Heineken don't sell into. So if you take away the kind of Arab Muslim world, there's probably not going to be any, any breweries. Um, and a kind of a North Korea, you know, almost every country in the world has got a has got a brewery.
0: Yeah, I mean, fantastic. And 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 I, for for us, investing directly in a uh, Cambodian brewery uh, is is you know, clearly <laughs> very, very very high risk. But if you wanted to get exposure to that, you know, you you could invest in uh, one of the big global brewing businesses that also has. Uh, Has exposure there, so it's it's, as you say, it's it's a nice angle uh, in into other other markets rather than just our home market.
1: Indeed, well, Fred, it wouldn't be a podcast if I haven't got a few questions up my sleeve for you, Um, and you know, there's there's so many avenues to go down um, on on this topic, but I decided to look at um, our top eight. Um, listeners' uh, destinations, so where we've been most successful with, with with listenership, and then I I I, made, I picked the beer, and you have to guess the country and the um the owner of that of, of the beer. Okay.
0: Okay,
1: I'm looking forward to this. So I'll get to so you know quick example. Okay, let's start. Let's go easy. Corona.
0: What is as in who? So, so is this which country is it from?
1: Both. And, who owns and it? Who and which country it? is it from? Yeah, Corona. Corona beer.
0: Okay, so that's Mexican.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and is it Constellation Brands?
1: Yeah, well done. That's very good. Good knowledge. Um nice. so that's a shout out to all of our Mexican listeners, which um which which kind of peaked in um episode four and five, and then we haven't really kind of heard from them actually. We might um, have had
0: some friends on holiday there.
1: Yeah, well yeah, potentially. Um Maluti beer.
0: Maluti? Yeah. African. Um yeah, okay. am I in the right very continent?
1: Close. Yeah, you're on the right continent. Yeah, so there's one from each continent.
0: Okay. Um Nigeria?
1: No. Uh Nigeria is obviously Guinness Fred, isn't it? Um no, Maluti um, is from Lesotho, um, which in our second episode we had two listeners from.
0: Oh fantastic. Uh and who and is it is it part of ABI?
1: Yeah, it's part of AB InBev, so I'm guessing it was it would have been owned by SAB Miller when before AB AB InBev bought them kind of what, five years ago. Um, very nice. good, Fred. Okay, um, Snow beer.
0: Snow beer. That is uh, China. Yeah. Uh, that that's something like the most drunk beer in the world.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's the largest selling beer in the world uh, by volume, and that's at five point four percent.
0: Um, and I would have thought that's is. That's a, that must be owned by a, a Chinese state brewer.
1: It's uh, 60% owned by Chinese a Chinese brewer and then 40% by Heineken.
0: Okay. Um,
1: All right. That's free. three on. continents down. Um, Brahma.
0: Brahma. Uh, is that European? No. Okay. Tell me. It's
1: it's Brazil. And it's Brazil, owned, owned, okay, and obviously owned by AB Invev. Um, Cobra, uh,
0: Cobra is Indian, yeah. Uh, um, well,
1: actually, I'll, I'll, I'll caveat with you Indian, but owned by um, big American firm ABI. No, no, no.
0: maybe Coors
1: Molson Coors, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, nice.
1: So uh, the the uh, the concept for Cobra actually came from Fulham um when Lord Billamoria said that British lager was too fizzy too harsh and too bloating it meant that he couldn't eat or drink as much as he would like and at the same time he found real ale to be great in a pub but too bitter and heavy with food so he um he went over to to um India to to craft a beer especially for the curry houses of um of the UK and it turned into a roaring success <laughs>
0: Oh, fantastic! I love that story.
1: Yeah. Um, now, Fred, um, skull. Remember the beer skull? S K O L.
0: Yeah. Um, skull. What? So, where's where's it from?
1: Yeah. It's Scandinavian. Well, it's a bit of a trick question, Fred. So it's owned by Carlsberg, but it was first brewed in Scotland, um, and its aim the aim of the beer was to create a worldwide beer brand called skull which could be licensed manufactured and marketed around the world in the late 1960s so it actually was brewed in uk canada sweden and belgium would you say they have been successful in there in there is it is it is it it a successful worldwide brand skull
0: yeah it's a second tier worldwide
1: (laughs) brand (laughs) all right Um, you've got two more two more beers okay Um, we're doing okay here uh and uh they're kind of very similarly regionally they're the kind of same sort of region so you've got south pacific and you've got soul brew
0: um are these are these australesian yeah um so Seoul. I'm I've i i'm i've i don't know where either of those are from well that's a,
1: that soul brew is a shout out to our one listener in the solomon islands Oh, um, love yeah. Uh, and then South Pacific is a shout out to our kind of handful of listeners in Papua New Guinea. And um, so um, and they're both owned by Heineken.
0: Very good.
1: So um, there you go, Fred. That's um, that's um, that's that's my quiz done for you.
0: That's a uh, that's an excellent quiz. Roy. I think I you've enjoyed
1: learned that. a lot. I, mean, I think you've you learned a lot, actually.
0: Um, okay, well, so just just before we before we dive in, uh, I thought I'd list off the main players, the the big brewers, uh, on a, on a global scale, just to sort of set the scene. Mm-hmm. So at the top we've got ABi, Anheuser Busch InBev. Yeah. Uh, so Bud and Stella are their two biggest brands. Yep. Um, and do you want to give us a bit of a history lesson on those? It doesn't have to be too detailed, but
1: well, um, I I do know that Stella is reassuringly expensive.
0: Very nice. We'll save that. We've got that for later. <laughs> no. um, a, 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 ABI is a lot of different businesses that have been glued together over over many years. Um, Heineken uh, would would arguably come in at number two. Uh, so obviously they've got the Heineken brand. But in addition yep. to that, uh, they've they, they've got Tiger, yep. uh, Asia, Asia's beer. Uh, they got Moretti, which uh, I know you're you're partial to. A big uh, favourite
1: in the supermarkets, beer and Moretti, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they're really pushing that in the UK. Yeah, uh, uh, Amstel, uh, and then uh, a long tail. They've got 300 plus regional brands. So that's Heineken. We're uh, accelerating. We've got Molson Coors in the states, who uh, obviously own Coors but also some delightful ones here, Rory. Uh, Carling, Foster's, Miller, uh, and Sharps of Cornwall. Sharps of Rock, yeah. Sharps, <laughs> Sharps of Rock. Uh, we then got Asahi, uh, the Japanese uh, brewer, uh, who also have Peroni and Grolsch and their big brands.
1: And, Lon- and London Pride, of course, Fred.
0: And London Pride. And Carlsberg, the, the Danish brewer, who also have the French beer, Gronenburg. Uh so, so there are the main players and points of discussion, Rory, I, I would say one of the big ones at the moment are global versus regional brands. So, so whether whether people go to a pub and want to order uh, a, a Heineken or a Carlsberg or, or what, one of these beers that you can get anywhere, or do, do, do they want a, a, a local craft hoppy lager? And, well, if that's, and, that, and, if that's, and the trends that are happening there. Uh,
1: that is a very interesting point, because I remember speaking to someone on the board, at either Fuller's or Young's, and they said that, that they've got to have a real mix of beer on tap. So you want to have your premium lagers. You want to have your, um, you know, your your Stella's and your um, um, Asahi's. And, and then you also actually want to have your kind of less premium lagers, like your Carling's and your Foster's. Because you want to be able to offer, you know offer one for all really,
0: yeah. Uh, but then what, what what about your your Camden Town?
1: Well, that that is interesting because obviously they you know they're they're one they're one of the kind of stalwarts for craft revolution. That Camden Camden Breweries is actually owned now is actually owned by um, AB InBev, and meantime Breweries is actually owned by Asahi. See? So yeah. when,
0: when, when 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 you think you're going super craft and local, you're in fact buying from the biggest brewery in the world.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows the power of a brand, Fred.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But it, it, it's interesting that in in the developed markets, uh, if 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 you look at alcohol trends overall, beer uh, is it's something that's actually been struggling, and and particularly your 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 classic. Uh, every man's beer, so uh, like a, a Budweiser or a Coors uh, in, in the States have actually been been having a really tough time of it and it's been structural decline. Whereas if you look at sort of more wider alcohol, things like premium spirits have been doing really well. So if if, if you look at a business like Molson Coors and, and you look at their share price against like a Diageo, if you sell Johnny Walker, et cetera, uh, they're, they're polar opposites one one's done really well one's one's not but then if you flip that round and look at emerging markets uh where 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 beers actually really don't doing doing well so there's there's all sorts going on in different regions and then when when you look look in each region in 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 the u k it's it's the same as as the states it's it's premium spirits but but then again it's also premium beer so it's it's it, it's that local kind of more craft five six seven pounds a pint beer that 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 are the growth areas at the moment
1: yeah and and obviously beer is one of those um products which is actually taxed very heavily by governments worldwide and you know in the uk you're you know you're taxed at about almost 20 pence per per cent in a litre so if you've got a, a, a five litre, uh, if you've got a five percent lager, um, you know, about 95 percent, 95 pence of that pint will be taxed. Wow.
0: Um, but the, the, the sort of two questions that we always ask uh, with, with, a, with a business in, in any industry are, are what, what are the barriers to entry here? Uh, and what's technology doing in 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 the sector? How's how, how's it changing things? And and I, I mean, what what would you say uh, would be the barrier to entry for for a beer business? What 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 stops another uh, another Heineken popping up next door and just doing exactly the same as what what they do?
1: Well, you, it's brand brand and customer loyalty is obviously key, isn't it? What Heineken are really good at is they've got their staple flagship beers. You know, for example, Heineken. But then in each, almost in each and every country in the world, they own a brewery which brews a kind of bespoke, authentic um, beer, which which works for the idiosyncrasies of, 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 of that general population. So, you know, w- without being too broad about it, but I imagine a kind of, you know, in the Solomon Islands, I have never had a sole brew, um, but I'm sure it's very nice and, and light and refreshing. Whereas something they brew it maybe in um, in Russia or uh, you know in in the Baltic Baltic states is probably a bit heavier, a bit a bit um, bit kind more a kind of a kind of the, the meatier brew. So um, you know they've got the, they, the, their barriers venture in the ability to be able to do that and not any business you know it's very complicated to kind of set up and open up a, a brewery. Um, and um, you know, that's why we see kind of craft craft breweries you know fail quite often. You know, it's it takes very rare for that one to be brought up by a Molson Coors or a, a Sahi or or whoever. So you know, the network of of of, of, of breweries is, is obviously is obviously pretty in, important. Um, and then also, um, I wrote a, an article which is which was on the Church House website at the moment, talking about the agility of a business like Heineken. So in the lockdown in March 2020, um, Dos Aquis, which is a beer in Mexico, Fred. Um, Uh, the Mexican Mexican government declared that um, brewing wasn't an essential activity activity, so it had to be you know closed you know brewing production had to stop because over lockdown when coronavirus took hold in Mexico so what the Netherlands what the Heineken did was actually transfer over brewing to to Amsterdam to Netherlands, uh, brewed Keys and then shipped it back over to Mexico to sell it in the supermarkets and and, and globally so it's, it's pretty pretty phenomenal and um, nimble kind of agile power for such a big, big, big corporation.
0: Yeah. And uh, well, firstly, good plug for your article there. I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, if if you look at the, the, the performance of uh, number one and two, look at Heineken and, and look at ABI, I, I, I think you, you can see. So this is just in share price terms. Uh, over the last decade, uh, Heineken is up, there's a total, re- total return, uh, you would have made 230% if you'd invested in Heineken, yep. whereas uh, you would have made just 50% uh, if you invested in ABI. Mm. Uh, and that's the difference between uh, Heineken, who, like you said, have been very flexible and very global in their approach. Uh, and realized early on that 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 the US uh which, well, I mean Heineken have never actually had a big presence in the US but but realized that uh markets like Mexico like Vietnam uh like like Brazil uh and and the Solomon Isles, of course uh are where 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 the growth has been and their brands like a Tiger or an Amstel or or a Moretti uh, are much more global facing than than ABI, who who have you know clearly Bud, which is the all American beer. Uh, so yeah, just quite interesting to see that um, that contrast. But get, uh, going back to your barriers to entry, Rory, I've I, I've got a little quiz here on um, on brands and uh, the the marketing they've done clearly uh, you know beer brands have put together some some great adverts over the years
1: always yeah they've always kind of one of the, you know in a super bowl it's always always a big advert isn't it is the is the, what's going to be the bud advert
0: yeah absolutely uh, so uh, if i were to give you a call and when you picked up i said what's up
1: what's up <laughs> <laughs> having,
0: um, having a what, bud? Advert, what advert would that be for
1: I'd reply, having a bird watching the game.
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, okay, an easy one here. Um, yeah. good, th- good things come to those who wait.
1: Uh, that's Guinness. Very nice. Fred, we haven't, uh, talk- and- we haven't spoken about our Guinness chart. Let's talk about that in a minute.
0: Yeah, that's had a lot of air time. Um, <laughs> slightly harder, smoothly, does it?
1: John's- John Smith's?
0: Almost tetley's
1: tetley's tetley's bitter is that still made tetley's bitter
0: Mm, i'm not sure i'm not sure to be honest if if you know the right place i'd say you could get it. it's probably a craft beer by now (laughs) um reassuringly expensive
1: uh that's, that's obviously stella stella artois
0: yeah very good uh think australian drink australian fosters yeah nice uh bit off piece here, the red tea.
1: The, the red tea? Yeah,
0: as, as in that. Like, um, the letter T and a golf tea.
1: Oh, the red tea. Uh, no, I have no idea. Bud Light. No, it's not the Bud is Light. Tenant's oh, that's
0: tenants Lager.
1: That's Tennant's Lager. Yeah. that's Lager
0: of Scotland, vitamin yeah. T. Yeah.
1: That's one of your favourites. You always like a pint of tenants when we go up north.
0: Yeah, And then the last one, so good the Danes hate to see it leave. What?
1: no is it isn't you No, know, Carlsberg is probably the best beer in the world isn't it
0: uh, yeah i, I think we we're, we're we're delving back into the archives a bit with that with that so don't to say to see it leave
1: yeah well yeah i mean you know that's a classic example is it is 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 is, Carl, is that, that Carlsberg about Carllsberg adverts it's, it's, it's entered common day lexicon isn't it really
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no they 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 they've had some unbelievable adverts from that whole that whole sector.
1: Um, um, so yeah, the power of marketing. You know, it's, that's, it's, it's probably one of the biggest spends for for a brewery, brewing business, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And and um, it's it's interesting to see how how they've managed to adapt and transfer marketing distribution onto new ideas like uh, like low or no alcohol beer, which would, which seems to be a, a massive growth. Yeah. Uh, have you have, you have you been,
1: have you been have uh, you been drinking any low or, low or no alcohol? Uh,
0: I'm not, I'm not that partial to it, to be honest, but but um he- Heineken Zeros are they're they're a regular on the shopping list.
1: Heineken Zeros are?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lucky Saints are very good uh, zero alcohol.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or the or or, or the low the, um is it small beer? Have you had one of those the two percent lagers? Yeah.
1: So those you got those those are called table beers which are kind of um, called like a table like a session beer and they're kind of two percent There's a very good one done by a company called fauna has got a pangolin table beer and, and and one pound of every can or whatever goes to to go and save pangolins so you know there's very there's definitely ways that you can diversify yourself and and create a niche for your for your for your customers to, to yeah you.
0: and uh we definitely uh, don't have time for this but but china uh clearly you know biggest consumer market in the world uh and and we 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 touched on snow beer being you know we we, we've pretty much never heard of it but it's the, the the most drunk lager in the world uh and and heineken have been very clever with that with that joint venture in terms of getting into china and and there's um there's another type of Heineken. It's, it's just slipped my mind, but uh, they've they, they've come up with a, a particular China sort of blend of of Heineken, haven't they? Oh, which well, slightly, yeah, which is which is which is great. Slightly lighter and sweeter.
1: So it's it's they've they've they, they, they've engineered the taste to be more palatable to the palates of of the kind of Chinese consumer.
0: Yeah, Heineken Silver. Here it is.
1: Heineken Silver. Yeah, that's you know that's what's that's what's really interesting about these businesses. That's why you know, we hold Heineken in in, in in a few of our funds here because we've got that kind of um, structural uh, growth in the emerging market exposure.
0: Um, I've got one last question for you before we wrap up. Yes. Um, and as a West Country boy, why do you think cider hasn't taken off?
1: Apart from apart from strong, very dark fruits, Fred.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that's... Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> delicious
1: um i cider as a yeah as a as a, we obviously we were s- at school in somerset we you know which is the home of blackthorn cider and shepton mallard and, um but um it's it probably it's a very regional drink isn't it because it's only ever it can only really be brewed in temperate climates, so i can't think of it's bre- being brewed anywhere apart from the uk and and potentially down in, in new zealand or australia maybe yeah no
0: Was yeah a very, a very a answer very general,
1: very you good answer I think. you have an answer to, this, to, your, to your own question?
0: What, do I have one?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Yeah. The, the, the practicalities, like you say, pro, pro, probably weigh in. Um, yeah, I just don't think many people necessarily have, uh, have a taste for it. I think mean, if, if you have it overseas, uh, they usually try to make it very sweet, uh, to maybe to, to differentiate it. Or quite, quite often they, they pitch it more, more at women than men. Um, and I, I mean, it's, the ciders I've tried overseas, ten, yeah, yeah tends to be quite sickly, to be honest. It's, um, it, it's, it's something it's,
1: you it's always see. Weird, yeah. Say it again. You, you'll always see a cider in a, in a, in a pub.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool, Roy. Right. Well, um, thank you very much for that. Uh, good, good romp through the, 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 the beer industry. Any, any, uh and any conclusions you would offer there for you know why 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 some some breweries have, have done so well and 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 some form by the wayside
1: it's it's a sector we've been we've been active in in a, in a, in a, in our careers and it's a sector we we evidently like um you know it's got the, the quality hallmarks that we're looking for as growth investors it's got you know good free cash flow it's got good um, customer base good Strong brands, um you know management teams are very good, especially in the case of kind of Heineken and Carlsberg, um and it, you know they are businesses that 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 we've had in in the portfolio for for, for ten years and hopefully they'll, they'll remain in the portfolios for the, for the for the next ten years
0: yeah brilliant well i yeah, i I'll, I'll just add to that that it's it's been the businesses that that have really innovated as well and kept innovating uh and 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 not just just rest on their laurels on on the basis of uh of uh a brand like budweiser which has been phenomenally successful you you've you've got to keep reinventing yourself whether that's going into new geographies coming up with 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 new brands they they, they won't all work but but you, you 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 just got to keep keep trying at that well fred and, you should and, tell and to the
1: ceo of, you should talk to the ceo of unilever
0: yeah well let's not get onto you onto you <laughs> right now that's a, that that's a whole other podcast
1: <laughs> that could be another podcast um, uh,
0: all right fred good stuff thanks very much rory see you soon
1: thanks fred if you've got any questions please email us at podcast at church